Hey there, thank you for tuning in to Dynamo Discussions. We are excited about this week's interview with Ted Alling. Ted is one of the major personalities here at Dynamo, and he's got great advice for entrepreneurs. So we are glad you are here to hear what he has to say. And in case you didn't see on our social media, we have a big announcement. We have partnered with GE Ventures for the Dynamo Accelerator. This is a huge opportunity for us and our teams to further extend our network and resources and work with the truly passionate people at GE Ventures. We met them while we were on the road in San Francisco, and we look forward to working with them at Dynamo, and we look forward to having them on our podcast at a later date. So look forward to that. Okay, enough of this. I hope you enjoy this episode. there. I'm Caitlin Wittenberg. And I'm Santosh Sankar. And we have with us today Ted Alling. He is an MD at Dynamo, a founder at Access America Transport and at Lamppost Group. Thank you for talking with us today, Ted. So have we have we passed Tim Ferriss yet on downloads? For sure. Good. Like, Good. I, I'm not going to be able to prove it right now, but you just take me at my word. Um, In another dimension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I'd like to ask you, kind of tell me about the idea for Dynamo. When, you know, when it came about, what made you say, we're doing this? this okay, yeah, it's go a good question. All full so, force. Yeah, no, I was uh, actually in London last year for a year, and I was a mentor with a guy named John Bradford, um, and he was at Techstars, um, and so I had a great experience over there. Um, and John and I just kind of hit it off, even though he told me my biggest asset was my ignorance. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like John Bradford. That feels, that, yeah. <laughs> I felt, I go, okay, I think uh, that's acceptable. Anyway, yeah. so uh, John and I hit it off. I went um, a lot over to his office and um, met a lot of really great teams and, and did a little bit of angel investing over there. And he just, you know, he goes, hey, I want to check out what you guys are doing at Lamppost. And I was like, awesome, cool. And so we sat down and uh, he spent a couple days here, which were super intense, if you know John. And um, <laughs> after... Uh, after a couple of days, he's like, here's the deal, guys. You guys have made tons of different investments and in, um, a lot of different sectors. You know, you guys have a base, you know, we're an investor in the lookouts and property and a whiskey company and e-commerce and a film company and, you know, a lot of different um, industries. And he said, uh, but you guys kind of knock it out of the park in like transportation logistics. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, we, we did well with, you know. AT Cares and Steam and uh, Bell Hops and Ambition. And so he said, you know, we need to focus on that. And he said, you know, what's even kind of crazier, he said the unfair advantage of Chattanooga. He said, you know, look at, look at your city here. Um, we have two of the top 10 biggest uh, trucking companies in America here, U.S. Express and Covenant. He said, you have, um, you know, and, and I was kind of walking him through this. I sort of, you know, I was like, well, we got... Uh, Kinco, which is one of the biggest privately held um, warehouses here. We've got another big warehouse company called Tranco. Um, obviously, Coyote has a huge presence here. Um, you know, VW is making cars here. Amazon has a distribution center here. Steam Logistics is here. Um, he's like, we should just nail this. Um, we should do a three-month transportation logistics accelerator uh, based here in, in Chattanooga. And so... Um, you know, I think that was kind of the impetus about behind it, and so we, you know, we kind of put our heads together, and you know, we and out out came uh, Dynamo. Awesome. Um, maybe you can speak to this, and also you, Santosh, since you are our director. Um, what? Why is the location of an accelerator so critical? Just because Chattanooga has all this logistics here, what does that do for our teams? Would you say? 
Yeah. Um, you know, Chattanooga has this old heritage of transportation and logistics knowledge. It's been here for, you know, a hundred odd years. The, it, it, it starts with the fact that the way the river barge, the rail lines and the interstates uh, connect, uh, you have U.S. Express, Covenant, Kenco, who's one of our partners, uh, and numerous other organizations uh, that have operated here for decades. And that's where it's important that when we want to plant our flag in logistics technology and supply chain technology, we leverage our heritage strengths to do so. Um, pair that with this uh, burgeoning startup ecosystem, uh, it's going to prove to be a very powerful environment for a founder to build their business. Yeah, it seems like the right time just because the startup scene in Chattanooga, if you're here, you'll notice it has just really grown in the past few years. I moved away. I lived in Atlanta and lived in Washington State and came back and it's completely changed. So it's almost like all of this is very, um, it's just it's kind of like perfect timing, I yeah. would say. Um, all right, so Ted, what are you most excited about when it comes to the, the accelerator? Oh, wow. Uh, I just really enjoy meeting new people. Uh, I, and entrepreneurs are, you know, my favorite thing in the whole world. So uh, we are talking to some very, very uh, forward-thinking, uh, brilliant, brilliant entrepreneurs. And, so, and for really from all over the world. Uh, we're talking to people in South Africa, um, Estonia, Lithuania, New York, Silicon Valley, Hong Kong. It really, I, I wanted to see how many continents we, we hit. It's, we hadn't hit them all yet. Still waiting for that Antarctica team to, to pop up. <laughs> so really, I just I get excited to kind of bring people into our city and show them what we're doing and really kind of pour our heart and soul into this program. Um, one thing is, you know, when I came and worked at Lamppost Group and now Dynamo, what you you all have always prided yourself in being people first. What do you mean by that? So you talk a lot about loving, you love to meet with people and meet with these great founders. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to really uh, promote a people first organization and uh, like Dynamo? So I think a lot of that comes from my relationship with Barry and Alan. We we've known each other since college, and we were like fraternity brothers and. Uh, very close then. I think a lot of uh, our DNA is kind of kind of love that we share for each other has kind of permeated into obviously Access America, but really all the lamppost companies. Uh, the way we, you, you know, you walk into a different uh, company, you know, if it's a Chick Fil A or a Walmart, and it it kind of takes the characteristics of the, the founders, uh, and you see that a lot in our startups here. Uh, kind of the heads of the, those those. Um, Companies are kind of take on the same characteristics of the founders, and so that's that's something that I definitely say. And I think you know, with logistics in, in particular, it's a very important role. I mean, if you are a you know if you're a train conductor and you don't show up for work, that's a big deal. Like if you're you know if you work in sales or something, you don't show up, it's not as big a deal. And so it's a logistics as an industry is something that you know. You, a lot of people count on you to show up on time and to do your job well. And so that's, you know, I definitely, you know, talk about that a lot when, when you're thinking. It's something that you, it never, you know, even at night, you kind of, you know, thinking if your shipment's going to get there or if um, people are going to show up and um, get, get the stuff delivered. Yeah, I guess a, a way to really, like, put it in perspective is uh, when people freak out that their delivery is going to be a day late or sometimes even a, an hour late, uh, you know, that's because logistics, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It's, it's the backbone of, of commerce and it facilitates when you pay for something, you get something in, in return. And that's the process of getting something in return is logistics. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, you, you spoke that a, a, company's, a, ta- a company takes on the personality of its leaders. Uh-huh. So in, in terms of your leadership technique, would you say you're very hands-on with founders or would you say you're very hands-off? Uh, we, are, we are crazy involved. Uh, this whole Dynamo thing, I've already told my wife and family, I'm like, okay, like we're, this summer, we're, we're buckling in. Uh, we've, we've always kind of tried to lead from the front lines of, uh, we kind of refuse to take um, corner offices. We like leading with the troops. We, you, can, you can kind of see us sitting in the middle of everyone. And, you know, we, we try to show up earlier and stay later than other founders or employees that, uh, and just kind of prove to them, this is what it takes to be successful, that, you know, being an entrepreneur, this is not a 40-hour deal. I mean, it, you have got to put in a lot more time just to, to make things be successful. So we are uh, we're super excited about doing this. This is what we're f- fully focused on at this point. We are, we're going all in on this. And, uh, you know, we feel good about the, the applicants we're getting and the teams that we're getting and the energy that they're bringing, these crazy inno- innovative ideas. So you've met with... Um countless founders in, in your work at Lamp Post and also through Dynamo. What impresses you most when you meet a new founder? This is a brand new founder. Yeah, What that's makes great. the best impression on you? For us, you know, I, I use this phrase a lot, but we, we look for PhDs, poor, hungry, and driven. And we want, we want to see the whites of people's eyes, uh, just kind of that killer instinct that's coming in that, uh, you know, they've got to really, really want it uh, at, you know, in the middle... <laughs> It's like you think about your job all the time. You lay in bed and you're like, I cannot sleep because I'm thinking about my company right now. It's not super healthy for your sleep patterns, <laughs> but it's kind of a dri- It's an inner drive that you can't really explain. Uh, and, and we feel like we've, we've, you know, we don't always nail it, but we feel like we've gotten better with seeing uh, the folks with that type of drive and ambition. Uh, so, yeah, I think, and it's for us looking, you know, obviously you got to have the passion and the energy. That's, it's huge. But for us, it's all about the team. Um, you can't build anything great without a team. And we, we've tended to focus on three-person teams just because we had three people. But definitely, uh, we don't like sole entrepreneurs. We at least want two, two people on the team. Uh, and, and it's, you know, a lot of the three-person team for us is, you know, it kind of, you know, if two people are in a fight, there's kind of an odd person out. Um, and so you can kind of bounce things off. We've seen a lot of two-person teams, you know kind of get divorced you know one gets mad and the other one says all right screw it you know we can't work it out so a lot of times I think with three people you can tend to work on things because the two of us will be mad and you'll be mad at us and you know vice versa so that's one thing we really really like if you can think back to um, when you you and Alan and Barry started Access America um, what you've experienced life as a first-time founder you have started a company from scratch what advice would you have for someone else doing the same thing? I'm a huge goal setter, so I would I think you first need to set goals for yourself. It's like, you know, if you don't, it's, you know, it's like a blank canvas, and, and you kind of got to kind of put out where you're headed and kind of paint the picture beforehand of where you think you can get. And so I feel like we, you know, a lot of this stuff is definitely, you know, there's a lot of luck involved, 
uh, we were we had really great upbringings and great education and great parents and family support because you ha- you have to have support with this. It's a very emotional journey. I mean, it, it's every great company I've seen is at like the lowest of lows, and you kind of have to go through those to get to the other side. Uh, so other other things that that we liked. Um, what was the question again? Uh, what advice do you have? Uh, advice. Yeah, I could just kind of ramble um, <laughs> for a while. But, Go ahead. Uh, other startups. Um, other great advice is um, seek mentors in your life. Um, I'm, I'm always been, you know, a really big proponent on mentors. I feel like we've had early people like Barry's father and Miller Wellburn were in our lives that were like, hey. You know, don't go left here, go right. And you know, we wanted to go left. Mm-hmm. And by going right, it cut off years of our, um, uh, of our journey that we're like, dang, glad we didn't go left right there because they just helped us out a lot. That would have been a really expensive mistake. So uh, you got to have you know, a lot of good support. You have to have good mentors. you got to set goals for yourself. Um, and then it's, it's just all about hiring you know, nines and tens. Um, you cannot... You cannot Start your company with people that are like fives. We had an office once where um, it was, we had, uh, where we kind of had a person that was more like a five, and that person hired a four, and then they hired a three. And we walked in, and I was like, oh my gosh, this person hired their brother in law and their neighbor (laughs) and their gardener and their whoever. And I was like, this is terrible. You see a lot of companies that want to kind of hold power up top. And they don't want to empower um, their people, and we're we're the opposite. We want to just solely focused on hiring savages that are like nines and tens that are just really, really, really good, and want to stay sharp, right? I want to hire people better than me. I'm consistently the dumbest person in the room all the time here at Lamppost. It's very easy for me to do that, um, and so you've got to, you know, starting a company, you got to check your ego at the door. I mean, if you're a egomaniac you are not it is going to be very very hard to grow a big company and, and I know there's ways you can do it but it's it's hard so you got to give you know if stuff goes wrong you need to take um, the blame if things go right you give the credit you don't take the credit it's not about you it's about the company and so we've been very I feel like very good at uh, trying to be coachable that's another big one we want you know people that will listen to us and um, you know, they might have some great ideas and we'll listen to their ideas, but just being, you know, take, taking as much information as you can and learning from people that have been there. Uh, and so uh, that's, you know, there's a couple of things I think that, that can, founders can um, glean a lot of information about. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to just drive home that point of, I, I mean, I've read a lot of articles through my work in social media and through in these interviews of leaders who all say, the key to leadership is knowing your weaknesses and admitting them and not having this giant ego. I think that's been most every founder we've spoken to have said that. Mm. And so I just think it's interesting. You, you know, you said the same thing. It's yeah, something you really should take to heart. Sure. Discernment is so big. Knowing what you're good at and not good at. Yeah. Um, you know, we talk about everybody all the time. You know, like people kind of have like a Madden score, like, you know, your speed and your strength and like, you know, you know and you're not full in everything, right? So know what you're really good and um, kind of just sell out to your strengths. And I think we've been really good at uh, the three of us. We're very complimentary to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know that I'm not great at reading balance you know, sheets and income statements and cash flow analysis. I'm, I'm not me, yeah. but I trust Barry to do those things. Um, and Alan is very good at scaling things and thing, th- seeing trends and futures that are coming. Um, and so I just trust him when he says something like that. 
And so we kind of, you know, we kind of had, and I'm obviously, I do sales and marketing and that's recruiting and that sort of thing. And so they trust me to do those things. And so we kind of had, you know, we were friends early on, but we had these three strengths um, that kind of were the pillars of business. You've got, you know, sales, operation, and finance. And we didn't even know that the, each one of us kind of uh, possessed those things, you know, when we were friends in college. Uh, so that was, that was, you know, super, super helpful. But and, and now it's even weird, like when we just had a meeting and we were in there with someone else, I know what each of them are thinking in a meeting and we don't even have to talk. We'll listen to someone else. It's like this secret superpower we have that we know what the, the, each of us is thinking about another, you know, a decision or an individual or a company or something. Well, I'm sure there's been, I mean, throughout all your work together, the three of you, how many years have y'all worked together? Uh, we started in um, 2002, so... Okay, so that's a while. So I'm sure there's been some. <laughs> I'm sure there's been times of conflict, or where you all have not agreed on a certain on a certain decision for your business. Mm-hmm. How? What is your advice for founders who are encountering that problem, where maybe they're at a major point mm-hmm. in their business and they're not sure. in agreement? I mean, it's it's like you know, marriage. You have to communicate, um, and I think we've gotten a lot better at getting our feelings out than. Certainly, you know, 14, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we just don't have time for it. Like we don't have time for, you know, not real talk. And so it's if something bothers us, we've gotten a lot better at, um, you know, uh, expressing how we feel. Uh, and I'd say, you know, we all have actually we each have therapists and coaches and uh, people we talk with weekly that kind of um, help us out. And we didn't have that five years ago. And so that's definitely helped us move faster and communicate quicker how we feel. Um, I, th- I think we also, it's like we had a decision today and we're like, ah, should we do this? And we're like, let's just sleep on it or let's, let's, let's let this lie. And we're pretty good at that. Mm-hmm. Not like knowing if there's a big decision, like, yeah, this is this one we probably need to think about for a few days before kind of pulling the trigger. And yeah. so we've gotten better at that, I'd say. I'm sure there's a lot of like eagerness and excitement when you're starting a new company and you just want to dive in. And so being able to like, pause and, mm. and reflect yeah. would probably be I, th- that blog post I posted with that you wrote Santosh about market research about how everyone kind of skips that step of just let's make sure that what we're doing is right yeah people just like to skip that and I get that feeling but it's a crucial step take, yeah. take a moment y'all we got <laughs> you got a whole life that's it's right. okay um, well that's all the questions I have Santosh do you have anything hey, hey, Ted just I think one one thing that I would love for you to touch on. And one thing I admire is uh, you have uh, a great habit where you're constantly reading mm. and taking in knowledge and trying to parse it, understand it, apply it. Where does that fall into as a founder developing yourself? Because a lot of founders, I feel, will get stuck in the thick of things, will forget to just stop, pause, develop themselves as a human. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for yeah, them to do that? That's awesome. And I... You know, it's weird. I was a very, very average student. I mean, like, completely average student. Um, did not, like, I was thinking about this actually the other day. It's like, I left school thinking, like, eh, you know, I'm okay. I didn't get a ton of confidence from school. Um, and so I felt like I had some years where I didn't love to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I started reading more business books and, you know, started, I knew I'd always kind of wanted to be in business and start my own business. Uh, I was just... So my, my dad owned a gas my dad's a doctor, but he owned a gas station. I kind of ran it in high school and college and I loved it. Uh, so I, I knew I wanted to do that. Uh, but I'd say in the last 
you know, five years, I've really amped up my reading and podcast listening. And I was thinking about this other day. I was telling someone this. But it's like, think of like the thousands of years of, you know, humanity. Today, you can get on your phone, you can listen, get on your phone and listen to a podcast from the most successful people on earth. And they're like giving you step-by-step advice on how, like what they did. And you're going like, you couldn't have done this, you know, 50 years ago, yeah. right? And right now, we can just pick it up and on the way home and listen to this. Podcasts are amazing. They yeah. are amazing. I, I agree. I mean, yeah. especially this one. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No. Shameless plug. Right. So um, I think uh, I'm just, I'm, I've gotten really obsessed with podcasts. But even there, I'm, I'm, I've set a goal for myself. I'm trying to read 36 books this, this year. Last year, I read 24. I'm like, you know, let's just step it up, you know, even more. And so I, even at night before I go to bed, I'm just like, all right, I'm, you know, look at my book. I'm like, on page 50, okay, I'm going to try to read 100 tonight. And so it's just mentally, and I tell my kids all, this, all the time this because I'm a huge kind of um, Nick Saban football fan. Alabama football coach, Caitlin, in case you didn't oh, know. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I knew. Not. Santosh knows him a lot. He roots for Penn State. Oh, jeez. Uh, are, y'all, are y'all in the top 50 or no? Uh, we will likely be top 25 preseason. Yeah. <laughs> As you can tell, uh, football We already talked about this. We've already done this on yeah. another podcast. Oh, yeah. gosh. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I think it's awesome. Okay. No. So, it's anyway, real. So Nick Saban says all the time, uh, you know, are you wasting time or are you investing time? And so I said that to my kids a lot. I'm like, are you sitting there, you know, trying to play a, a video game or are you um, trying to, like, fill your head full of knowledge? And so I, ask, I try to ask myself that all the time. I'm trying to bring value at every in any, every interaction or every minute. I'm like, how can I be bringing value to what's happening right this second? And so um, I would definitely encourage you. There's so many amazing business books and autobiographies from a lot of really smart people that have been successful and there's things you can just learn. And I, you just, you know, you, even when you're reading these books and learning, you know, from some folks that have done really well, it just, your mind just goes nuts thinking, Oh wow, I could apply that here or, Oh, I'm, you know, they went through this. I, I, I need to avoid that. And so I feel like it's, it's a, um, definitely something that's helped me the last couple of years. Well, thank you so much for talking with us. That yeah. was awesome. And uh, thanks for having me. Have a good one. Thanks, Ed. All right. That's all we got for you this week. We will see you next week, Wednesday, around lunch. Thanks for listening. If you like what we're saying, check out This Is Dynamo on social media. Also, feel free to reach out and say hello. We love hearing feedback on what we're doing. And a quick note, applications close for Accelerator on May 15th. So get those in. You can learn more at HelloDynamo.com.